For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Portions of the following program were pre-recorded. AM 570 KLAC, 987 KYSR, HD2. Los Angeles. Available anywhere using the iHeartRadio app. AM 570. In LA Sports Icon. Fred Rogan is here tonight. Decades on your television covering Los Angeles sports. Fred Rogan, huge in Los Angeles. The Dean. I'm the Dean. Fred Rogan. Weekdays before Petros and Money. A USC All American. USC's Rodney Pete. An NFL quarterback. Absolutely perfectly delivered by Rodney, Rodney Keith. It's available on the iHeartRadio app or on am570lasports.com. This is Rogan and Rodney. All right, let's go. Fred Rogan, Rodney Pete on AM570 LA Sports. Big three-hour show today. A lot to get to. Giving away the Pro Flowers $100 gift card sometime during the show. Could be early. Could be later. Could be. We'll just figure it out. <laughs> somebody's going to win it. Somebody going to get it, Fred? Somebody is going to get it today, Rod. Okay. Promise okay. That. Okay. All right. All right. Let's start with this. Uh, don't know if you voted yesterday. You did, Rodney. I did. I did. Absolutely. Kevin voted. Rodney, did you vote? Absolutely, I did, Fred. I voted uh, over you, the weekend. Why are you questioning Ronnie whether he voted? You said it, Rodney. You voted. Kevin, you voted. Ronnie, did you vote? Well, the reason. <laughs> no, well, the reason I asked is because yesterday, I, I Kevin told me he voted. You told me on the air you voted. I forgot to ask Ronnie. That's right. That oh. was not disclosed. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yes. Good. So Good. just a follow up. And uh, I voted by mail. Rodney, you did the same. I did. Ronnie, you did the same? I filled my ballot out. I was in, I had originally intended to send it in by mail, but uh, I just took it in over the weekend. I kind of lost track of time, and I just ended up taking it into one of the centers that you could actually go in and vote early. Right. So, yeah, that was, a, that, that was easier to do just down the block from my house. Kevin, you did mail? Did you vote by mail? Kevin's like, what? Did you vote by mail? Uh, yes. Okay. I, think, well, I voted absentee, but I dropped it off in an actual box. I didn't actually mail it. Oh, in, you did? But yes. Okay. I mailed, my, I mailed mine. I think a lot of people voted that way this time around, and that's why, and it's usually the case here, uh, we don't have clear-cut definitions and winners yet. The mayor race is still yeah. going down, still ballots being counted, and sometimes it takes days. And usually what happens is uh, one group gets the word you're, you're not going to catch up, and then they concede, and then it's over. Yeah. So... Now you just wait for somebody to concede. Uh, both uh, Karen Bass and Rick Caruso last night spoke at their respective events. Uh, both very upbeat, both very happy, but we still don't know who the new mayor is yet. And I don't know if we'll know that today, Rodney. No, it's still some time left. Like you said, they still got a lot of absentee balance, ballots to count. I mean, I think all over the country, too. I mean, yeah. I, I'm seeing in Arizona is a big governor's race in Arizona. Our state, Fred, you know that. Big governor's race is still over almost a half a million votes left to be counted in the biggest county, Maricopa County. So it's, it's happening. You know, the, the big race in the Senate in Georgia with Herschel Walker and, and Raphael Warnock is going on. I think it's going to be a runoff on that one. So a lot of, a lot of tight races still happening. If there was one that affected people that listen to our show, I mean, every every race counts, but the one that people listen to a sports radio station for would be Prop 26 and 27, which were the uh, betting initiatives, the gambling initiatives. Yes. Neither were going to pass. <clears throat> we, we felt that way, uh, and that's the way it's going down. California voted no. couple of reasons, I think. First, and, and this is something we talked about in the past, you know, they spent $600 million on advertising yeah. leading up to the election. Right. And I think what happened was people became so upset and confused by everything, didn't get it, didn't make any sense to them. It was like one thing meant yeah. this, but no, that one meant that. And this one's good and that one's bad. And they finally said the hell with all of it. Yeah. So, yeah. They stopped spending money. If you notice, as we got closer and closer to the election, you didn't see those ads anymore because yeah. both sides do polling and they realize we're done. We've invested yeah. money for nothing. The ones that, you know, the the the, the folks against it, um, I think, did a, a really good job, and that's sometimes what you got to do, of really either 
kind of breaking down some of the the the, the you know the, the the tight language, the fine to the fine language that's in there, the fine print, uh, or also muddying the water. So it did turn out to what you said, Fred. Is people just got fed up, and didn't understand it, and just said, "Okay, I don't know if this is really benefiting the homeless or schools or whatever this is." So I'm vote no. Yeah, they, they put so much stuff in there, you can't figure it yeah, out anyway. Can't figure it out. You know, I, I, it's I'll, not clear cut anymore. So I'm yeah, not a I, I agree with you. I, I don't bet. I've never been that See, guy. You know, you. I, I, yeah, I, I don't. I you know, I don't, I'm not a big sports better. I don't. I don't. I don't really do that. I've started. I, I have friends that do it. I, I actually, uh, when I'm in Arizona, which I'm, 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 I am quite a bit with my folks over there. Um, you know, I'll do some things, but, but I'm not. I'm not huge on it. Obviously, we can't do it over, you know, over our phones like like other states. Um, but I, I, you know, I, I like to. I like to partake when I'm in Vegas from time to time. You know, I, I get it. I, and for me, I was looking at it like, yeah, it would be kind of nice to be able to, you know, to, to have those apps and be able to kind of pick some games and win some parlays and stuff like that here in California. But again, you know, what the money benefits and where that comes from and where it goes, the the water's got murky. And I, you don't really know. So it's like, is it a good thing? Is it bad? It may be a good thing for me. Yeah. I get to bet on my phone and you get to download the app and do your thing. But Who's pocketing all the money? Is it really going to the homeless? Is it really going to the schools? I mean, so it just can end up being a bad thing if you don't know what's going on. So Rodney and I, we did a show out of Morongo a couple of years ago, and we went there the night before, and I had a chance to play some, uh, what do we play, 21? We played blackjack. Yes, we did. blackjack. <laughs> and uh, here's the difference between me and Rodney when it comes to betting. You know, I literally would bet $1 a hand if I could. <laughs> I, I'm not exaggerating. Yes. I would literally even, bet. Even when the table says a minimum $25, yes, Fred, you would bet a dollar. I want to yeah. play a dollar because I just like to yeah. play and see if I win. Rodney's a little different. Yeah. Rodney shows up and he tries to play. So, as I said, I'm not a big gambler, never have been, don't really bet. But I think we missed out here on this. I, I really do. Yeah. Uh, you know, against yeah. was, well, kids are going to start gambling and they're going to use the app. Uh, Welcome to yeah. life. Right. It's like the, the legalization of marijuana, right? That's it's always exactly a gateway, right. gateway drug to other things, blah, 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 blah. Really? Welcome to life. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that argument didn't really hold water with me. And I think here's what happens. It, it, you know, people bet, by the way, hey, if you don't gamble, I know this. And I don't, people bet. And they find <laughs> ways to bet. Yes. And they find people to bet with. Yes. All of that is happening, whether you know it or not. So I just thought, why not make it legal and then remove all the middlemen? Right. Remove all the right. problems. Right. Just make it legal. So I think we missed out there. I do. For yeah, state- I agree. I agree. I agree. You know, again, if, if they can remove, and that's the problem. I think so many people get turned off of politics because you hear one side say, oh, this is a good thing, and then you hear the surface of what the measure is or what the proposition is or whatever it is, but then there's another 10 pages of, oh, well, certain groups are going to get this, and this is going to go somewhere else, and then we got to take, you know, off the top, we got to take a percentage that's going to go into uh, the casinos and the tribes and then blah, 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 and then at the very end, you know, that 2% is going to go to the homeless. One percent right. is going to go to the schools and all those things, and you would think, and and that's the, no, that's that's across the board and has been for years, which I think now people are like, I'm so turned off, and it's it's such a, it's such a combative, red blue right now in the country. It's just it, it turns a lot of people off. But I think you're right. I think you missed the boat. If they could just eliminate the garbage in it and just make it clear cut, okay, th- we're going to legalize it and X Y. The percentage off the top is going to schools and homeless situation. That's it for the next whatever, how many years, and then we can adjust and, and add some other programs to it. I think people are more, more apt to it. But everybody, all the politicians want to put their two cents in and say, we need a little something over here. I, my county needs a little something. You know, my, my, my group over here and in, in, uh, down in Orange County, we need a little something money from that uh, to come down here. Hey, wait a minute. We're a Los Angeles county. We got the most populated county in the country i mean in the state so we need a little bit more than you do down there so it just gets complicated for a state that can legalize weed yeah you couldn't pass (laughs) really seriously and again i don't gamble but i know a lot of people do yeah and better and and, 
Yeah, and yeah. think about, uh, like, remember there uh, there was a big thing about the California lottery a long time ago. You know, why we're going to have the, the lottery. And, and it was just over a billion dollars, right? Yep. And, you know, you, you look up and it's all supposed to go to schools, I believe it was. Improvement of schools and education. And we're still looking up and there's still problems with the... You know, public school system in 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 the state. I don't want to get political. Can I ask you one question? Yeah. Then we'll get off this. Yeah. But let me ask you a question. Yeah. Anytime anybody runs for office, I don't care if it's locally or nationally. At one time or another, they say, "I'm the education president. I'm the yeah. education mayor. I'm the education yeah. governor." And the first thing I'm going to do is improve education. That's yeah. my job. That's what I'm going to do. And we are going to commit hundreds of millions of dollars in the state, billions of dollars nationally, and we are going to improve education. Yeah. And we're going to put so much money into this that every kid has the best education possible in every school. Okay? Now, they always say that. Everybody always right. says that. Right. Then why isn't it better? Yeah. Why In fact, it's it gotten better? worse. Right. Why is it not better? We're going to throw a billion dollars at this. Great. So why isn't it better? How can it not get better? If everybody yeah. is committed to making it better and we're going to throw the money at it to make it better, why is it no better? Why does it get worse? I, yeah. I've never understood that. Yeah. I, I don't get it. L.A. County schools, you want them to be the best. You want your kids to have the best. Everybody deserves a great opportunity. All right, so if we're committing the money, why is it no better? I've n I Maybe you can fill yeah. me in. And I don't know enough about it, but I just don't get it. Yeah, I don't. I don't either. I don't either because that's been. A, you're right. Everyone that's ever ran education, we're going to fix the school system, public school system, blah blah blah. It's not gotten any better. It's gotten worse. And all the money, even from the money that is pledged by, you know, by whether it be taxes or whether it be by you know the state lottery, you know, that was supposed to go to education. You know, where is all that money going? And how how come the school system has gotten worse? in the state and then especially in the big cities of california it just doesn't make sense and i don't get it either because everybody says that same thing with with uh in this city every mayor that's ever run is going to fix the homeless problem right even this campaign was big on that this one um will it get fixed you hope so you hope so but it hasn't and we've had multiple mayors and multiple people say it. that's going to be on the forefront but and and it's not it's not an exact science. I'm not on a soapbox here. It's not an exact science, and no one has a, a one answer of fixing it because it's a it's a complex problem. But man, it's got to be some answers to the education and the homeless situation. All right, all right. Let's get to uh, this. So, David Vassay was on the show yesterday, and he said something, and he was talking about Justin Turner. Now we had Justin on last week. Dave was on yesterday. And the, the clock is ticking Thursday's the day where Justin Turner finds out what the Dodgers are going to do with him, either pay him or buy him out at $2 million. I never thought this. I, I, I didn't, it didn't enter my mind, but Dave said, well, you know, they could buy him out, resign him. Well, Andrew Friedman yesterday at the GM meetings was talking to Jack Harris at the times, and he basically alluded to the, the exact same thing. We want Justin Turner here. We don't know what that's going to look like yet, but we want Justin Turner here. And here's what Dave had to say yesterday. I think that's a bad sign for Justin Turner when you haven't heard from them, right? Uh, if, uh, if they're going to pick up the option, you probably would have heard about it by now. But I will warn you, Fred, that if the Dodgers decide to buy him out of his contract instead of picking up the $16 million option, that doesn't mean the book is closed on Justin Turner and the Dodgers. The Dodgers may just want to try to reset the luxury tax and in doing so may ask Turner to take less than the $16 million. And with the $2 million buyout, you could get creative with the numbers. He nailed it. He said yeah. it before Andrew Friedman said it. He nailed it. That's what they're going yeah, to Yeah, just because you buy them out, there's no guarantee because that happens all the time, right? Guys get bought out or get get released and restructure a contract instead of $16 million, and maybe they'd say, Justin, will you take 12 or $14 um, and then take a little bit less to help us out? And and he may, and Justin has the prerogative to, to do that or not, but
but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's the end. He also said the same thing about Clayton Kershaw. Yeah. That they want Clayton Kershaw back. They they want him to pitch for the Dodgers this year. Andrew Friedman basically said, I expect to see both of them in spring training with us. Now, does it work out? I don't know. And we do know this, that Texas now is, with Bruce Bochy there managing, uh, they're going for it. They, they've they spent a lot of money, and they're going to continue to spend money. They are all in now. And they'll make a run at Clayton Kershaw. And they'll try to keep him close to home. And then I think it comes down to, and this will be interesting, Rodney, a Dodger legend, a guy that's meant so much to the community and to the ball club and to the city. Maybe they don't want to pay or go the number of years that Texas would go. I can assure you of this, if Texas is going to sign him, they're not giving him a one-year deal. They're going to have to sign him. And then the Dodgers well, have a very They're not giving him it, or he's not going to take a one-year deal to go to Texas. I don't even think they would offer him a one-year deal. I think they know for him to go there, you're going to have to you're going to have to ante up a little bit. Going to be a couple of yeah. years. And then I don't know if the Dodgers would do that. Because here's the difference. We know Clayton Kershaw. And we know when he's good, he's good. But we also know that in the span of 162 games, he's going to be out. He's going to miss games because he's going to get hurt. That's been the history. It's not going to change. He's usually able to come back and perform well. But the Dodgers have to decide risk-reward. If, in fact, Texas says we'll sign him to three years, I don't see the Dodgers doing that. No, I don't either. I don't either. If, you know, it, it really it comes down to what Texas is going to offer him. Right. And if the Dodgers look at it and go, we can't match that three years. We can't match two. I mean, it, it really is. And and I you know, I tend to agree with you that Texas, if they're going to go, it's, Texas more than anybody else because there can be some other clubs out there that may want to offer Clayton. But Texas especially, if he want, they want him to to come there and go home, they're going to have to make a real substantial commitment to him to leave. I think anybody would to leave the Dodgers. And then the Dodgers would have to go, okay, we can we can afford to match that or we can't. I Again, I think it's number of years. Yeah. I don't know if you're the Dodgers, if you offer him even two years. I don't know if you do that. This go-round was one. I don't know if you even offer him two years. If Texas offered him two years at 40, pay him $20 million a year. I don't know if the Dodgers do that. I don't know if you want to sign him for two more years. This year-by-year system yeah. works. Yeah, and he's at that age, too. Yeah, that's, the year-by-year year system works, right? Yeah. That's like, you know, and maybe it gets, you know, for the Dodgers, they're in a tough situation because he's been the face for so long. And he actually performed well last year, uh, I think better than most people thought, and and still feels like he's got a lot of life in the tank. Um, but the Dodgers are in a tough one because there's some loyalty there, but also there's a business decision that they have to make. And it's a tough one. And, it, and if Texas offers two, three years, I don't see the Dodgers making I see Clayton with the Dodgers as a series of one-year deals, and we'll see how you are. Because if, if they sign him to a two-year deal and all of a sudden, the, the back injuries or, or whatever start to creep up next year, and it's like, oh, we got him for two more years instead of the yeah. one. It becomes difficult. All right, there are whispers. You know, our ears to the ground, and we listen. There are Dodger whispers. So we're going to get into that, and here's what you need to consider. Do you want to win so badly that you would embrace a player that you previously despised? Dodger Whispers, next. Now, your chance to win $1,000. Just enter this nationwide keyword on our website. Grand. That's grand. Enter it now. Do it. AM570LASports.com. Thanks for joining us on your ride. Thank you very much. Yes. Speaking of which, traffic. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. 
Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Bringing you LA's best sports talk weekdays, noon to 3. Bogan and Rodney. My favorite just cut me off and she won't even let me know. All right, let's keep it moving. Hey, it's a hump day. Don't forget. We're excited about the suite tonight. Clippers, Lakers, at the Crip. We have a good time tonight, Freddie. Yeah, we are. And we're going to handle everything. If you're part of our party, you're going to have a great time. And you'll see the Clippers take on the Lakers. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, all right, Rodney, here's the whisper. So if Ken Rosenthal says it and John Heyman says it, you think there might be some validity to it because those guys are, are pretty buttoned Dialed up. in. They're dialed in. Yeah, they are. Is what they like to say, Fred. Let me give you the name. Carlos Correa. Carlos Correa. That's the name. Now, Carlos Correa is going to want a lot of money in a lot of years. Would he be willing to take fewer years and still a good amount of money? That would be the question. He's 28 years old. He's the youngest of the four big free agent shortstops. And here's the thing. The Astros extended him a qualifying offer last year. That makes him ineligible to receive one a second time, which means there would be no draft pick compensation if the Dodgers were to sign him. So I ask you, and let's be honest, if he wasn't public enemy number one, he was public enemy number two. (laughs) Just where do you want to put Altuve? Correa and Altuve, one and two. Yeah. Do you think Dodger fans would embrace the club signing him if they believed he could help them win. I do. Do you really? Yeah. Really? I do. I do. Only because this is... It is L.A. Um, he wasn't on the Astros who just won it. He moved on from there. Which is... He's kind of been out of sight a little bit. Altuve just celebrating. You don't want him. That's <laughs> a bad look. But I, I think, yeah. I, I Listen, there have been controversial people come uh, to this town. Look, Pat, Patrick Beverly's been on both sides, right? He's been, he's been with the Clippers, been with the Lakers, and they hated him before he joined both teams. But then you embrace him. Um, Correa was probably the most outspoken person of that Astro team after they got caught. Oh, he was a jerk. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. However, he is a tremendous talent. Um, and would bring a lot to the table for a number of years that you would solidify that position for a number of years. So I think that, I mean, I wouldn't say overwhelmingly, like 100%, but I think it would be split, and, and split, and the majority of people say, if he can help us win, he can bring what he's able, I think that, that we, we'll be okay. We'll, we'll learn to live with him. Now, that doesn't say, like, if there's a chance between someone else, like, say, Dansby Swanson, and it's a similar contract, similar deal, then you got to go Dansby Swanson. But if it's... Dan's been signed and somebody else is signed and Trey Turner's gone and he's out there and he wants to come here. That's kind of a hard one not to do, right? You know what it becomes? The our guy theory. Yeah. He's our guy. Once he's our our guy, guy. he really can do no wrong when he's our guy. Yeah. Now, what he did in Houston, he wasn't our guy, so we hate him. Oh, now he's our guy, so we love him. He's our guy. Fans turn a blind eye when it's your guy. One of the, and to a degree, even in the Trevor right. Bauer situation. True. Trevor Bauer, absolutely. Manny Machado. It wouldn't have been, you know, a lot of people had their own opinions about Manny. You know, and they, you see how they treat him when, he, when he's, now that he's with the Padres. But I think that was, that was part of, they didn't really like Manny a whole lot, his attitude when he came here. But they embraced him when he was here. For some things he did that Dodger fans didn't like. You mean you like saw what not they really running felt. out balls? Yeah, not hustling and all yeah. that stuff. And you see how what they think of him now that he's with the Padres. Yeah. Um, but yeah, our guys, our guy situation is it's a real thing. It's a real thing. 
And I think if they uh, they sold it and Correa came and said the right things, then I think he would grow on people. And if he performed, then it'd be uh, then it's then it's all over. Yeah, but the other side of it is he better perform. If they were to sign he him, better perform. Yeah, yeah. There's the no pressure long, to perform. Yeah, it was there's crazy. no long runway for him. No, you know, there's no honeymoon period for him. You might be our guy, but you're our guy. But we hate you. But you're our guy. So you better make us love you, and you better perform. Yeah, yeah. There, there can't be any hiccups for him. Which his, his state would be way, miserable. Yeah, which by the way might make it difficult for the Dodgers to sign him because of that. Because be careful what you wish for. Because once you got him and he struggles for the month, the first month or two months. It's going to be an avalanche of hate. Like, why did you do this? And then, like you said, like you always say, if you sign him, you got, you him. got him. Yeah, once you sign him, you got him. <laughs> you got him. You- and he better perform. And so, is that pressure? It's so great that you you know that you don't want to deal with it, or can you handle that from an organization standpoint? Because you're going to have to answer a lot of questions if he doesn't perform. And is that too much pressure on Correa to put on him coming to the Dodgers? Do you want to win so badly that you would embrace a player you previously despised? We will talk about that. One o'clock hour, Rodney, we'll open the phone lines, all right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Again, we're going to be at uh, the Crypt tonight for the Clippers and Lakers, two teams going in different directions, two teams looking for an identity. That's fair to say. LeBron's supposed to play tonight. You know, he's got the foot. He's been sick. He's expected to play. Uh, Clippers are the favorites to win the West. We'll see if that plays out. At this point, the Lakers (laughs) would be the favorite to be a lottery team without a pick. So that would be a problem if it played out that way as well. So what do you do? We talked about it yesterday, and how do you fix the Lakers? And they really have problems. So how do you fix them? A lot of them. Yeah, how do you fix them? You don't trade Westbrook, we know that. Report came out that they're not going to trade those two first-round picks now, and they shouldn't. To be honest, I, I look, you want the Lakers should, to win. You're, you're, you're on the fence. You're on the Here's side why. of they shouldn't, they shouldn't trade them Here's now? why. Here's why. Here's why. Because you trade them, are you going to get immensely better? If you give those picks up, are you suddenly going to be in the conversation to win the West? My suggestion to you is no. Not at this point. There's nobody out there, whoever that somebody might be that you can bring in, that suddenly is going to elevate you and vault you. There are too many issues here. LeBron is older, and we're starting to see the the result of that. Russ is fine coming off the bench. He's not really a problem. But the issue now becomes Anthony Davis. And that is a problem. A real problem. Lakers say they're not going to make a move now unless they can go out and get a specific player. So Buddy Heald, Miles Turner, give up the picks. Probably not going to work. They're looking for a specific player. And I don't know who that player is, but I can assume that specific player is a player that gets them over the hump. This according to Howard Beck. So now, what do you have? Who's that player? Kevin Durant? That's what I'm going to say. It sounds as if Howard (laughs) Beck knows, but he's not saying. Who is that player? Yeah. So now you have to look at what can you do without giving up those picks. Really, the only guy you could trade, because they're not going to trade LeBron. They just signed him. He's here. You're in business with him. You're in bed with him. He's here. Is Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis would be the guy to move at this point. So, Bleacher Report came up with some possible deals for Anthony Davis. I'm going to give you the Bleacher Report deals. And then at the end, I'm going to ask you one question, okay? All right. All right. But please... Reserve your comment till the end of the deals. Yes. All right. Brooklyn. Lakers would receive Kevin Durant from the Nets for AD and an unprotected 2029 first-round pick. So, again, the Lakers are getting Kevin Durant and a 2029 pick if he goes to Brooklyn. To the Bulls. Wait. This is what the proposed (laughs) deal is. You can't. That's why I said you can't respond till the end. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You just have to hear them, and then you can talk about them. All right, Bulls. Lakers get Zach Levine, Patrick Williams, Goran Dragic, a 2023 first-round pick for Anthony Davis. Knicks. 
Knicks would Lakers would get R.J. Barrett, Mitchell Robinson, Obi Toppin, Quentin Grimes, a 2023 first round pick, a protected 2023 first round pick, 2025 first round pick for Anthony Davis. And now Dallas. Lakers would receive Christian Wood, Spencer Dinwiddie, Reggie Bullock, unprotected first round picks in 25, 27, and 29, first round swap rights in 24, 26, and 28 from Dallas for Anthony Davis. So now these are the proposals that Bleacher Report laid out. What is wrong with all of them? Because you tried to jump in too soon before I let you hear all of the ideas. What's the problem with all of them, Rodney? Because there's one glaring issue. I don't even know where to start, friend. <laughs> you mean to tell me you can get you're gonna get Kevin Durant and a pick? There you go. <laughs> and there a pick you, from Brooklyn? Go. There you go. There Not you go. a chance. Every one of these deals involves <laughs> Lakers are getting picks. Picks. Or multiple picks. Yes. No, no, hold on. The, the Nets the Nets would trade Durant to the Lakers for Anthony Davis and a pick. Oh, the Lakers oh. would have to give up the In pick. that particular trade, okay, yes. That's the Lakers would give up. That's what I, I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. I mean, why would any of these teams do that for a guy that can't play more than 30 games a year, it looks like? Right. Would be my question. Right. Well, there's that. And then when I saw those picks, I thought, you got to be kidding me. Why would anybody yeah. give up anything? It's horrible to say. Why would anybody give up anything of substance for Anthony Davis? Unless they believe Anthony Davis is a missing piece. Like, for instance, Dallas. Dallas could be an interesting one because of what they have in Luka. And they got a couple shooters around there. But you get, you know, you get Dinwiddie, which you'll take a shooter away from. Christian Wood will be a big guy to lose to. Yeah, exactly. But you get a big, big, like... Anthony Davis playing with Luca might be something they look at as maybe that's the only piece that Luca's missing. So the good news, if they made that deal, they would understand that Anthony Davis would actually start his season at the end of February. Because you can't let him start at the beginning of the year; he'll get hurt. Stop you you it. can't have no. I'm being dead serious. So he would be a guy that would sit on the bench, play limited minutes, and then and you had just, him, you have him for the playoffs. Yeah. That, oh, that's be what okay you'd be doing. Because Luka could carry you through the first couple of months. Okay. Then that's the deal. Any team that needs a guy that can actually start playing two weeks before the playoffs begins, they should trade for Anthony Davis. Because then there's a good possibility that he'll be able to play more than half a game, and there aren't as many games where he can get hurt. But you think, look at Dallas, right? Luka's incredible. Yeah. What do you think he's missing? I mean, what do you think he's missing? Well, I, I would he hope he can't do it as constructed. They can't win it. Yeah, but they'll, they'll be exciting. They'll be in it. They'll you know they'll win a series maybe. But when it gets down to nitty gritty, what what are they missing? Well, the first thing they'd probably be missing is a guy that can actually play, and may not be sitting on the bench hurt. Oh, stop it! No, man. is that not fair, Kevin? I feel that's a fair criticism. Yes. Yes. Okay. Assuming he's healthy. Can you assume? What, what, that when now, are we going to assume that? I feel like him being healthy is the exception at this point. That's true. That's true. Assuming he's healthy, though. Okay. Assuming he's healthy, it's a phenomenal move. Yeah. yeah For Dallas, two two, right? Yeah, two of the top you know, six players in the league together. Sure. Is he still one of the top six players in the league, I given think, his health issues? Again, I'm, I'm, I'm playing off of what Rodney said, Fred. If he's, he's healthy. healthy. If when he's healthy. If he, he's when, he's, when he's healthy and on the court and playing the way he can play, absolutely still a top eight player. Uh, he moved from five thing, to Kevin. six to eight in a span of 30 seconds. Here's what I'm saying. When was he his best? In the bubble. Right. They didn't play any games. For many, for months. Right. So he was fine when they didn't play a full season. That's when he was his best. So you have to assume he's only got so many games in him. Yes. Yes, that's the reality. So if you're Dallas and you make the decision to trade for him and honestly decide... Uh, two weeks before the playoffs start, we're going to start giving this guy serious minutes and getting him going. If you have that luxury to have that guy that you pay that much money sit on your bench to get ready before two weeks before the playoffs start to start playing, 
then that's a hell of a move for them. I don't know how many teams have that luxury. They wouldn't have that luxury. Two weeks, Fed, is, is really un, unrealistic. But, yeah, to, to really load manage him to a point where he, plays he once played a week? enough. He played, yeah, he played enough, never played back-to-backs, but played enough to kind of to, to stay sharp. But he was fully ready to go by playoff time and could regain that form. When he, you know, and, and be healthy through it, the combination of him and Luca together, I think, would be phenomenal. But again, it comes down to the reality of health. You know, if the Lakers had a half decent roster, that's something they could yeah. have employed. They, <laughs> the problem is, they just need Anthony Davis to be on the floor and be great every night just to have a chance to win. Right. But in a perfect they can't world, shoot. yeah, they can't shoot. Though. In a perfect world, if they had a halfway decent roster, they can rest them a lot. Take a whole week off here. Take this road trip off there. Yeah. But they look at it now. They you can't lose LeBron or Anthony Davis. No. For the last couple of years, you can't win with them. But one of those guys is out. They have no chance. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I and mean, they, of, they're struggling with them. Yeah. If both one of, one of them are out. They have a chance. <laughs> one of them are out. They got no chance. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, Lakers tonight against the Clippers at the Crypt, and you can hear it right here on AM five seventy. All right. So here's what we're gonna do now. We are, we've got the Pro Flowers gift card, $100 gift card to Pro Flowers. And what we'll do is we're going to play Know Your Squad at 866-987-2570. Now, if you get in and you win Know Your Squad, you're going to get the Pro Flowers gift card. And if you don't win, then we open it up for everybody. You good with that today, Rodney? I'm good. I'm good. Let's go. Dan Wakey joins us at the top of the hour. We'll get more into tonight's matchup between the Lakers and the Clippers. And don't forget, next hour, we'll continue talking about would you embrace a player you hate if he could help you win? But up next, who wants to win that uh, $100 Pro Flower gift card? Get ready for Know Your Squad. Tonight, a pizza Zubats punishing the rim once again with a right hand. It's round two in the battle for L.A. as the Clippers and Lakers square off for the second time this season. Don't miss a moment of the action as Clippers Countdown begins at 6 p.m. right here. The official home of Clippers basketball is AM570 L.A. Sports. They share a house but not a home. Right. (laughs) This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And now another Rogan and Rodney. Oh, yeah! Afternoon Delight. That's right. Today's afternoon delight is Lifetime by S.G. Lewis. This song appears on the singer-songwriter's sophomore album entitled Audio Lust and Higher Love, which will be released early next year. In a recent interview, he said, I think that Lifetime could be my favorite record I've ever made. It's a song that channels inspiration from a lot of music I grew up listening to and holds a very special place in my heart. Again, today's afternoon delight is Lifetime by S.G. Lewis. Hey, Rodney, we just got word. Don't know how it happened, but Matthew Stafford may not play this Sunday for the Rams against Arizona. He's in concussion protocol. Uh, Sean McVay said it today. Don't. No, no one knew he had a concussion. Right. That's interesting. It's very odd, though, to me. And, and I don't. I'm not. I'm not sit here and see. I'm. I'm. I'm really up to speed on 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 the latest um, rules in terms of of injury reports. But I know that you know one comes out Monday, I believe, and Tuesday they keep coming out, and certainly by by Thursday or Friday. Um, but that we didn't hear this on Monday after the game. You know, and that we're just hearing this on Sunday that he's in concussion protocol. Maybe, um, uh, obviously, Mondays are, are and Tuesdays are off days, or light Monday and off Tuesday. And they came into the building today and 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 decided this. But it's interesting that it it came out on a Wednesday, you know, uh, and not right after the game or on a Monday after the game. All right. Well, you mentioned you had some concussions when you played. 
Uh, did you realize you had a concussion, or did you realize it two days later? Oh no! When when you when you get one, you know you got it. At least I, I well, I, I take that back. When you first get one, you don't know what it is. You just feel like oh god, I'm just uh, I feel a little groggy. I'm 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 uh, I'm seeing some things. I'm a little foggy right now. Uh, I I got to get it back. I get it back. You get it back. Um. I mean, there's there's more intensity on it now because we all are are really understanding what concussions are. But but when I played, you know, it wasn't it wasn't widespread. Oh, that's a concussion. Oh, you got a concussion. It was like, oh, he just got hit real hard. He got he got he got his bell rung a little bit. He'll be all right. And just give him give him a couple minutes. He'll be okay. Give him some smelling salt. He'll be all right. Uh, but you know, you something affected you. Uh, so he knew, certainly knew, at the end of that game that he took a hit. That affected him, one hundred percent. So if he knew then, what do you think? Do you think they sat there and said, "Well, maybe I got my bell rung, I'll be okay." Maybe a day later, it didn't get better. Yeah, I think that's probably it. I think probably it happened, and then, and when it happened, we don't know. Um, obviously, Tampa had the ball last and went in and won the game, but who knows when it happened? But I'm sure he reported it. And then Monday went by, and Tuesday went by, and probably came in this morning and went. And I'm not, I'm still not feeling right. I still got headaches or whatever it may be. Um, and that's when they reported it. But yeah, it can happen. It could be delayed that way. Well, if he cannot go, John Wolford will start for the Rams on Sunday. Rich Hamill will join us two thirty. And they play the Cardinals, who are horrible anyway. Yeah, that's fine. Am I crazy for thinking this? So I know John Wolford is the backup and has had some experience in starting and all that. Bryce Perkins is our third quarterback, and he's more of like a Justin Fields type who can kind of run around and make a lot of plays with his legs. Considering how bad their offensive line is, would you not at least consider putting in a guy that you know can at least keep plays alive and do something with his legs? But isn't that, like, isn't that what Walford does? Walford is more mobile he, for sure than Stafford. Yeah, he, he did that when go they put him in there because of Jared uh, Goff that one time. They played him instead of Goff because of that reason. He's so, more mobile, yes, yeah. but he, I wouldn't yeah, consider him to be mobile. Yeah, I mean, but he's got more statue. experience than the other guy. He does. Yeah, so just, what, I'm just throwing yeah. it out there. So what you're throwing out is better we put a guy in that can run for his life because they can't block. Yes. So let's just put this guy in and hopefully he'll survive. If we rewind back to tape, yeah. that's what the that's what the Cowboys did when they benched Drew Bledsoe and put in Tony Romo. Quite literally, the only reason they did it is because Drew Bledsoe was a statue and was getting destroyed by a bad offensive line. And they said, well, Romo can move a little bit. Let's see what he can do. I think they were pretty yeah. pleased with the results. I'm not saying I'm not saying Bryce Perkins is going to be Tony. Romo was the backup. Romo was the backup. He was that direct backup. Yes, he wasn't yeah, third yeah. string at the time. And, and, and Wolford, I mean, again, it, it's not like Wolford is is exactly like Stafford. Wolford is a guy that moves around. Yeah. Which again was was different than Jared Goff, which is why he started that playoff game. Um, and so he can move around a bit. I think that that's that they could live with that. Now, if there's a distinct difference between Wolford and and Perkins and Maybe so, but at this point, they're going to go with a guy that's actually had some 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 experience with yeah. this one game. I don't think you want to really uh, confirm you're to a point where the line is so bad, despite the fact everybody can see the line is struggling, but it's gotten to a point where the guy we want to play a quarterback has got to be able to run so he'll survive. We need somebody <laughs> really fast I mean, so he doesn't get destroyed back there. I know they wouldn't say it publicly, but I mean, would they be lying if they said that? No. No, they wouldn't. But I'm yeah. just saying, if you have to admit that, now I would, I could, I could probably see that, Kevin. If if Wolford was a statue too, right? Like if they had him, he was back and he's like, ooh, you know, we're putting another guy in there that can't move as well as Stafford. That's going to be a problem. But but the fact that Wolford can move around, I think that's not a, that's not going to happen. Rogan and Rodney Roulette. Know your squad. Right, 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 yeah. All right, Spencer and Duarte, are you there? Yes, sir. Okay, here's the deal. We're going to play Know Your Squad. And Know Your Squad, I'll give you a question and five choices. Answer before I give you all five choices, and you are locked out of that question. You get a challenge. Use your challenge. It's upheld. You hold on to your challenge. Use your challenge, and it's denied. You are locked out of the next question. You got it? Let's go. Okay. Uh, you're playing for the $100 Pro Flowers gift card. If you win it, you get it. If you don't win it, We'll open it up for everybody later in the show. Ronnie, you ready? Good afternoon, Rogan and Rodney. Let's play. One of your favorites? Know your squad. Today, the squad, the Clippers, including the Buffalo Braves. 
Doc Rivers holds oh. holds a franchise record for most wins by a head coach with 356, who was second in career wins with 215. Mike Dunleavy, Bill Fitch, Vinny Del Negro, Jack Ramsey, or Jalen Ramsey? Mike Dunleavy. The answer was Mike Dunleavy, and Ronnie is correct. So Ronnie is on the board. Here's your next question. Which of these Hall of Famers served as the interim head coach for the Clippers prior to Mike Dunleavy's hire in 2003? Dennis Johnson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Kevin McHale, Jeff Hornacek, or Jeff Foxworthy? Dennis Johnson. Jeff Hornacek. The answer Kevin was McHale. Dennis Johnson. Ronnie is correct. Ronnie. Ronnie's awake today. Feeling good today. Let's go. Ronnie immersed <laughs> in Clipper history. Yes, he is. <laughs> yes, indeed. You know me, Mr. Clipper. Mr. Clipper. <laughs> Which of these players holds the franchise record for turnovers committed with 1,258? Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, Norm Nixon, Ron Harper, or Ron Swanson? Norm Nixon. Chris Paul. Norm Nixon. No. Ron Harper. Ron Harper. No. Chris Paul. No. Blake Griffin. The other guy. Blake Griffin is correct. The other guy. Spencer. So Spencer's on the board. Spencer's very much alive. Come on. Come on. Ah, Spence. Go ahead, Spencer. Wow. Spencer. Out of baby. He wants that $100 gift card for Pro Flowers. Here's your next one. The Clippers won their first playoff series in 2006 when they beat the Nuggets in five games in the first round. Who was their leading scorer in that series? 17.8 points per game. Corey Maggette, Sam Cassell, Tino Mobley, Elton Brand, or Elton John? Catino Mobley. Elton Brand. Elton Brand, Rodney is correct. Yeah, there he is. There he is. All right. Your daddy's home. Daddy is home. <laughs> Open up the door. Here's... <laughs> Open up the door. <laughs> Open there the it is. Oh, God. Hello. <laughs> Daddy's home. Daddy's home, baby. All right, here we go. Paul George is the Clippers' leading scorer this season with an average of 25 a game. Who's their second leading scorer? 15.3 a game. Reggie Jackson, John Wall, Ivaka Zubats, Marcus Morris or Garrett Moore? John Wall. Marcus Morris. Zubats. Evita Zubats. The answer is Zubats. It was Spencer. No, the answer is Marcus Morris, oh. but it was still Spencer. That's what, what? I meant. Oh, my was, goodness. I'm yeah. I got confused, but you did say, say Marcus Morris, Zubats. Spencer. Yeah. Wow. Again, I don't know how it's confusing considering it's... Jeez, all right. Fresh. Everybody makes a mistake. <laughs> the world. It's in red, too, right? Well, yeah. Jeez. Well, I, I knew Spencer red. got it, Fred. Then I was listening to somebody Read say the something. words. All right, I'm reading. So here's where we're at. This is very big now. Ronnie has two. Spencer has two. Rodney has one. Spencer, if you get this, you win. And you get the gift card. If you don't get it, then we'll open the gift card up for everybody. You ready? How dare you? I know. Please. <laughs> Spencer, that's what I'm talking about. Let's just get the win. Get Spencer. it over with. All right, let's, let's get it over with. Let's go. Clippers won a franchise worst nine games in the 98-99 season. Who was their leading scorer that season with an average of 16.8 per game? Maurice Taylor, Lamont Murray, Michael Oluwakandi, Rodney Rogers, or Roy Rogers? Michael Oluwakandi. Oh, How about new? The first guy. What's that guy's name? I don't name? remember Marcus his name. Camby. Marcus Some guy I've never heard of. Well, it is not Marcus Camby. No? Oh, this is going to be fun. Spencer, this is for the win. Corey McGinn. No, Corey McGetty's not on the list. Oh. Norm Chris Nixon. Kamen. Chris Kamen and Norm Nixon are not on the list. Oh. Keith Kloss. He is not on the list. <laughs> Benoit Benjamin? No, he is not on the list. So here. Lamar Odom. No. All right, here's what I'm going to do. I will give you a hint, and the only reason I'm doing this, Spencer, is because it's for the win. The initials of this player are M. Morris Thompson. No. Miles Turner. No. Mitch Turner. No. Mitchell Trubisky. No. All right, we got to give him another clue, Kevin. Mitchell Taylor. No. Michael Thompson. What's take, Kev? Take him. 
What was the old? Uh, what was the last clue before Michael Thompson? Rodney said Mitchell Taylor. You're halfway there. Marcus Taylor. No. Michael Taylor. Mitchell no. Taylor. No. Mitchell Thompson. No. Mark Taylor. <laughs> Morgan Taylor. All right. Mitchell Thompson. Taylor. Mitchell Tom Donovich. <laughs> stop. Here, here's what I'm going to say. Well, stop. Everybody stop. <laughs> because it's for the win, we've got to try a little more. His last name is Taylor. Go. Marcus Taylor. No. Marcus Michael, uh, Mitch Taylor. Taylor. No, who do you got? Taylor. Spencer who? Mike Taylor. No. Bobby Taylor. Taylor. Morris Taylor. No. Maurice Taylor. There it is, Roy Ronnie. Taylor. Jeez. Yeah. No, Spencer, uh, you that, lost. Oh, Ronnie got Sorry, it. Spencer. <laughs> no gift card for here. you. That, that's, Spencer got really excited there for a I minute. I know. I was like, what? And you know what? He's celebrating your victory, Ronnie. So way to go. All right. Thank you, Spence. Spencer, we're no sorry. You, you took it all Fred, the way to I've the got, end, man. You pushed it. Fred, I've got bad news. What is it? You're back on my mom's list. No. <laughs> no. Flowers are for her, Fred. Oh, oh my Lord. God. Fred. Oh, Fred. Oh, what are you going to do Fred. now? You're going to come out of your own pocket now, Fred. Bad no. clues, Fred. Bad clues. You Spencer. got blues clues, Fred. Spencer, we did everything we could. You know what? You tell your mom to call us one day this week, tomorrow or uh, Friday, and we'll work it out. I'll work something out for your mom if she calls us this week. Sounds good. Love you guys. Thanks for having me. All right, take Appreciate it, it, Spence. Okay, we've got another call from Spencer's mother now. <laughs> Remember the last time she called? Mm. I said something that upset her. Yes, you damn right you did. I know. So maybe we'll Don't upset Spencer's mama. I know. I know. All right, uh, we're going to update as soon as we can the situation with Matthew Stafford. Bottom of the hour, if you're a fan, if you're a Dodger fan... Would you root for a player that you despise if he could help you win? And coming up next, Dan Wojcicki, NBA Insider, joins us. Get more into tonight's Lakers-Clippers contest. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.